Hello, you are listening to Ryan Pod. Okay, so today we gonna discuss about Omnibus Law, the controversial law of Indonesia's government. And in this case, I think we have a few points for outline for this discussion. The first one is, what is the Omnibus Law? The second one is, why are there many discussions and problems? What is the real problems? And the last one is, problematic articles and what is the effect on millennial generation workers? I think um, we need to know first, although we knew it from the internet, what is Omnibus Law, but I think in this case, we will talk about Omnibus Law, its definition in a very brief um the omnibus law or it can be called the omnibus bill is a law that was only passed some time ago just only few days ago it was being passed on the representative council this law contains regulation regarding government's work in the economic sector which consists of 11 clusters namely one simplifying land permits two Simplifying investment requirements. Three, manpower. Four, the convenience and protections of micro, small, medium enterprises. Five, the ease of doing business. Six, is research and innovation support. Seven, government administration. Eight, imposition of sanctions. Nine, land control. 10. Ease of government projects. 11. Special economic areas. According to Ahmad Reddy, in Omnibus Law, Gagasan Pengaturan Untuk Kemakmuran Rakyat 2020, the objectives and benefits of the Omnibus Law are The first one is to resolve conflicts of laws and regulation quickly. To unify central and local government policies to support the investment, climate, and environment. Then, to make licensing more integrated, efficient, and effective. And the last one is to, sh- to shorten and simplify the bureaucratic path. The details you, you can read at gooponline.com because I cited from there. And behind its goals and benefits, of course, still has weaknesses. And I think this is the most... most part we concern and according to Patrick Kaiser when doing a guest lecture would be a guest lecture at Dewija University Malang in January 2020 there are five weaknesses in using omnibus law including it's very difficult to draft it has limited opportunities for debate and scrutiny it may make consultation very difficult it may be hard to implement and it can be can add the complexity rather than remove it. Then, why is this omnibus law so busy being discussed, being protested, and being rejected by people? In short answer, we can say that the omnibus law contain, contains many controversial articles, and according to some parties, this omnibus law only concerned with the interest of investors. Apart from that, the deliberation and ratification of this law also felt very, very fast. 
it only took less than a year after President Jokowi announced his plan of this omnibus law. People from all over Indonesia are asking what is actually going behind this law. So we're going to see to hear what are the problems of omnibus law. We will look at some articles that ambiguous, controversial, and tend to harm workers and their rights. Uh, the first one, uh, we will talk about the articles too in some point. The foreign workers whose licensing is made easier. So for a foreigner who wants to work here, it would be easier to being licensed even though there are some limitations and restrictions in Article 42, Sections 2, 4, and 5. And the existing regulation that previously needs to be obeyed is removed and simplified. In our perspective as ordinary people, of course, it can threaten the existing jobs for local people and local communities here. And in this case, I think that that could be investors' interest here. The second one is time and working day. The rules regarding working day limits are lost. In other words, we can be worked from Monday to Sunday as long as it does not exceed 40 hours of working. For certain business sectors, it could be more. And this was this this will be regulated with the government's rule. And for the full-time work, it must be implemented with the consent of the workers, with a maximum duration of four hours a day and eighteen hours a week, except for certain business sector. The next one is workers' leave. The company obligation to give long leave, where we can take a full month of leave in the seventh or eighth year now is gone so in the seventh or eighth year we cannot take a month of leave anymore even though companies can arrange long leave in work agreements i don't think it would be happen because yeah we know all of company want to make their worker more productive rather than giving more leaves okay next one uh wages the wage provisions in article 88 have been largely cut and thrown into government regulation for me and for us too. We need to pay attention to this and keep an eye on it because whatever kind of regulation that will be issued will affect us without exception. Because we are all workers, we work under our boss, we, we work under our company. And regarding the minimum wage, there are some people who say that employers who pay below the minimum wage are not sanctioned but this is not true because there are still prohibitions for for they who pay under the minimum wage uh they will be sanctioned with criminal sanctions and the government will set minimum wage in form of minimum province wage but this minimum wage is accepted for micro small and medium enterprises in this omnibus law okay so the exception of no work 
the pay is widening which according to Atranga Widigda is the problematic the most problematic for workers this is because some reasons uh, such as menstruation marriage state obligation or carrying out religious worship or something like that are no longer a valid reason for leave outside of annual leave we, we as workers need employer approval for sake leave regarding that reasons yeah this is very harmful because if we prepare for our marriage we We don't have any leaves yeah you know and next we move to unilateral dismissal or one party layoff the company can carry out unilateral layoffs without any agreement from the worker in some conditions such as workers are still in probation the company is closed due to force major the company is declared bankrupt based on a commercial court ruling yeah i think this is This is not not to necessarily be issued, but yeah, I think it's not too controversial in this point. And the last one that I gotta say is the severance pay. Article 156 or 156 of this Cipta Kerja uses word at most to express the maximum severance pay. This is harmful because we, we, we could be paid for our severance just for 100 rupiah because from the previous rule, previous law from law number 13 of 2013 it it called it namely the least so the company should pay our severance at some minimum point but in this law it only has maximum point so we we could be paid for our severance for just like 1000 rupiah even though we are working for the company for more than five years this could be momentum for the company to clean up employees who have worked for years and won't want to be expelled by the company yeah it, it could be happen for us our parents our siblings and whoever it is yeah we can be we can be cleared up by our company at any time and we just being paid a thousand rupiah for our sufferance it's horrible it's a nightmare and then With all of the problematic articles, uh, what is the effect on millennial workers? Will it be beneficial? In simple terms, we don't know what exactly is because because the rule is thrown at government rule that have not even been issued. Then working days that are no longer restricted, we we may we may not having any weekend time yet with our family, not having quality time with our family because we need to work at saturday and sunday as long it not exceed 40 hours um wage regulation are still unclear because they are returned to government regulation that we don't know when it would be issued menstruation marriage and religion or or state obligation are no longer a valid reason for leave outside the annual leave This really take away the basic rights of workers and under certain conditions, a company can lay off their employment and under certain conditions, the company can unilaterally terminate the employment of its employees and the current severance pay is not limited in minimum but maximum so we can be paid for our severance just 1000 rupiah it's very horrible it's horrible and in conclusion and in conclusion i think this law is very detrimental to all workers by changing regulations and 
removing and, and take away some basic rights. Ludico Forman was when its eyes to see the condition of his of its people. The government also know what is going on in the street. Although it sounds complex and complicated, I think it is more complicated than we know. We don't know. This law actually facilitates whose interest and why it seems so hasty to other laws and it has minimum public participation. It seems so fast to finish and even the bigger problem was the ambiguity of final draft. We don't know which draft is final, is being passed, because the government always changes the final number of page. Yeah, we don't know what's going on there and I think that's all. Thank you for listening and bye bye. Source and reference are compass.co, hukumonline.com and Twitter at Rangawidigda. Thank you very much.